You're listening to the Bride Chilla Podcast, helping bride chillas and groom chillas plan their wedding minus the bullshit, one podcast at a time. Well, it feels like a million years since I last spoke with you, but that is because this week has been all about sharing your wedding hacks. And gee whiz, I've enjoyed it. I sent out an email to my lovely newsletter subscribers. Are you a newsletter subscriber? If not, why not? I send out a weekly newsletter letting you know what's coming up on the show and also if I come across any discounts or deals or special events or other things that I sometimes don't have a chance to include in the podcast, especially if I'm recording ahead of time. It's a really good way to keep on top of things. I promise I don't spam you. I don't send you salesy shit. It's not really my scene, but I do like to uh, include anything Uh, that I think is good value to you. So after your wedding hacks and uh, suggestions that you sent through, I sort of trawled the internet for some wonderful discounts and found a few that I included. And I'm happy that you are happy. I've received some nice responses from people saying they use those vouchers and those discount codes and got a good deal. So congrats to you. This is the Friday quickie episode of the show. No Q&A episode yesterday because I thought we might have overloaded on Q&A last week, although I did receive some fabulous responses from you saying just do a show every day. Now, I would love to do a show every day. I have to go to my day job at the moment. So physically the time to record a show every day and then go and work the uh, I'm not, I was going to bitch and go my long hours. I enjoy my job, but it is quite a full-on job. Is a little bit hairy at the moment to be able to do that. But I am so happy with the response that I received from Q and A week, Q and A question week. Must come up with a better name for that. I'm going to do another one in May. Woohoo! There you go. So uh, good luck to me. I'm going to record those very soon. So today, firstly, before we jump into the show, I must say a very special thank you this week to two lovely ladies. Uh, I had a big, big, big love and kisses to send out to Alison Ozell and Megan Nussbaum. Nussbaum. Uh, Do you like how, I mean, I probably pronounce all of your names wrong, but you'll know who you are. These lovely ladies donated to me via PayPal to say thank you for the show, and I am eternally grateful for people who contribute um, just a small token gesture. It really helps me, actually, it really helps me pay Jess, my lovely VA. So that's honestly where the donations are heading at the moment, because I decided to not be I was going to say not be sheer up, but no one's going to get that. To not be Wonder Woman and uh, hire a person, a lovely person called Jess, as a VA to help me sort out my shit. And really, she basically is my lady on the ground who then goes through, I read all of your emails, and then she has a very clever way of scheduling them in, uh, I think I've talked about this, I know I have, a wonderful program called Trello. So I can just go onto a page and uh, find all of your details and questions and be able to use them like I'm about to do today. She's just great. She's really helped me and I am grateful for you helping me help myself. (laughs) There it is. Okay, I'm not going to waste any time because we have so much to get through because of yesterday not being a QA and a show. I wanted to start today with a voicemail. Now, 
It was sent by Valerie, and then I have to sing Valerie. That's Miami Winehouse, R.I.P. Um, I have to uh, get onto this because she marked this email urgent, and I respect the urgent subject line. Here we go. Let's see what she has to say. Hi, Alicia. My name is Valerie, and I am from Indiana. I'm actually getting married this December in South Carolina. It will be a relatively intimate wedding with about 50 guests, mostly family. I only have a few friends coming, and most of them are all in my bridal party. However, I'm running into an issue with one of my bridesmaids. For some background, I am close friends with her because we are in school together to become dentists, so we spend a lot of time together. And we actually have a huge test that we have to take in order to move on to the next year of school, and that is in February 2017. However, it just so happened that December is truly best for me and my fiancé. She has known for a few months that this is going to be my wedding date, and she never expressed too much concern about not being able to study for this test or that limiting her in any sort of way. I asked her about a month ago to become my bridesmaid, and she said yes. Then all of a sudden, a couple days ago, she told me that she is now debating whether or not she can go because she wants to study for this test. I was understanding when she first told me because that is simply my nature. But after thinking about it, I started to feel really hurt. The more I thought about it, I have decided that I actually want to dismiss her from the bridal party entirely. I know this is rude. However, this is my day and I do not want to be worried about having to cater to someone else's needs. I really would rather everyone truly to want to be there and just be happy to be there to support me and my fiance. How can I say this to her in the most polite way possible? I have to be in school with her for the next few years and I do not want to create any unnecessary tension. I'm thinking about saying something like, I want to relieve some stress from you by asking you to not be a bridesmaid any longer, but I really need some help with that wording. Please let me know what you think. Thank you so much for all you do and your amazing dedication to this podcast. Truly love you and adore you. Right back at you, Valerie. What a lovely message. And I listened and I went on a bit of a roller coaster, highs and lows, as I'm sure you did, lovely bride chillers. I'm going to guess that there is a group of people listening going, no, no way, Valerie, you've got a keeper. And there's another group of people going, oh, damn straight, dump her, get rid of her. I'm sitting in the middle ground. I think you are actually in a situation that is sort of easier to get out of than some other people might be. I think coming to the conclusion that you don't necessarily want her to be a part of the bridal party is a good time to do it now than six months beforehand or really close to the date where things are getting heated. I also think you're in a good position because you are in a mutual position of studying for this test. You go through this together. So you've got a good a good sort of grounding point to have a discussion honestly with her without being hurtful. Now, you know, Valerie, I'm sure you sound like you've listened to a lot of my shows. You know how I feel about, as you said, I think you even said it in the message, doing what makes you comfortable and making sure you have the people on your team that want to be there and, and feel like they are a part of it and committed. 
I also think on the other hand, we have to reflect and be very aware, as we've heard Dr. Lindsay Beer say on Monday, and she's going to say on next Monday's episode of the show, that we need to be mindful of other people and their situations. We all cope with stress and pressure in a very different way. And some people, especially when it comes to the burden of academic stress, can be a little feral. Can be They take it on and it becomes the only thing that's important to them. We all have different journeys to get to where we want to be. And I don't know if your friend maybe struggles with the pressure of these sort of situations and that's causing her to sort of flip out. Now, she did say to you that she is reconsidering. And I think if we just turn the tables for a second, Valerie, on her perspective, it was great of her to be honest with you. And I understand you were feeling hurt, but also it's better that she's honest with you now and says, look, I'm really sorry. I agreed to do this. It was so exciting to be asked, but now I'm wondering if I can commit to this because I'm really stressed out. That's how I heard her explanation. I didn't hear it as an outsider, as your virtual bridesmaid, Valerie. I didn't hear this as her not being committed and wanting to be a part of it. I think she was being honest with you. And I think we should all be grateful for honest friends because a lot of the time people don't know how to really express how they're feeling. And it can be really hard for them when they feel that they have to be obliged to do something, but you know she might not have been committed as much. So I do think instead of thinking along the lines of dismissing and that sort of mindset, then maybe we could turn it around a little bit. And for you to say, sort of what you were saying at the end of your message, to say, hello friend, I really appreciate that you are stressed about the test and I really appreciate your honesty with your commitment to to being a part of our university studies and also the wedding. And I've had a little think about it. And I was thinking maybe it'd be great if you could just come and attend the wedding because I'd really like you to be there. But I understand that it's very stressful and the time of year that we've chosen suits us, but it's not necessarily great for our studies. So perhaps you will, it'll be easier if, if you just come along to the wedding instead of being a part of the wedding party. Now, if she loses her shit over this and she sort of says, no, I'd really want to be a part of it, I think you need to be just aware of her feelings, as you said, because you have to be with her for the next couple of years. But I do think this is a way that she's already sort of put the white flag, the surrender flag up. So I do think it's a matter of wording this in a way that works for you and her without fucking the friendship, to say it lightly. So just to recap, I think you need to be say thank you so much for your honesty. I understand this has not been great timing, but I would love you to be there. Let's just leave the bridesmaid stuff at the moment, but I'd love you to be there. I think that would actually open up a dialogue and maybe make her feel better as well as you, Valerie, because maybe she just sort of wanted to dump the opportunity too because she didn't think she could be as committed as she should be. As she not well, I say should be. That's as committed as she perhaps could be if she wasn't studying. Valerie, I'm so happy that you thought about this so much and left me the voicemail. I do think sometimes when we are caught up in our wedding planning, it's really hard to see other perspectives. On Monday's episode, and I'm not saying that you aren't seeing other perspectives because I think that you are, but on Monday's episode that's coming up, Dr. Lindsay Beera has some wonderful ways to really 
communicate with your bridesmaids, your maid chillers, especially when things get stressful and things feel a little out of hand. I love, love, love her on the show. I'm going to get her on more regularly because she's fabulous. Valerie, thank you. Please send me an update. Let me know how you go. I know everyone listening will want to know how you're going, but I just think remove the terminology dismiss and dump or, you know, I think that stuff's a little antagonistic. I think you should just sort of be honest with her and say, look, I get it. I know where you're coming from. Let's just make it easier for everyone. Just come along to the wedding. I'd love you to be there. And maybe if you've got a chance, you could do a reading or something, you know, give her a job that doesn't require as much commitment. And then she might not feel like you are dumping her because I don't think you want to dump her. I think you still like her. I think you've got a little baby chip on the shoulder as is natural. I probably would too. Uh, But I want you to clear the emotional cache and make a decision that also is good for your friendship because you sound like you're really good mates and that's really nice and you need to keep that up, respect it, be nice, but also do what's good for you. I love you back. I feel like there's a bit of a theme, an unintentional theme to today's Friday quickie episode. I have a uh, question from an anonymous bride chiller. You'll see why. It's actually a similar sort of question I received a couple of months ago, but I want to bring it up again because I think it's always an interesting talk topic and I always love your responses. She says, uh, my fiance and I are getting married next year and while sorting out the guest list, we ran into a bit of a problem. We only like one half of a couple. A friend of mine has been with a man who I've disliked. Uh, Well, I've disliked and my fiance and me both dislike him during the course of their relationship has become very clear that most of our friends, hers and mine, don't like him at all. She and I have known each other for 15 years and upon hearing that I was engaged, she was super excited and began talking about how she wanted to help me plan. As of right now, she is not on the guest list. Do I invite her and tell her that the boyfriend of six years is not invited or do I leave her off the guest list altogether? Please help. Engaged and confused. Okay, engaged and confused. I had a similar email uh, a few months ago, slightly different circumstances, but it got a lot of attention from bride chillers and groom chiller listeners, and I really struggled with the answer. Now, that question that I was referring to before, he, the guy in question, we sort of find out through a couple of emails that he was pretty dodgy. He treated her badly and I, you know, think that was it was really unfortunate for the for the friend involved because she was sort of being punished on both sides. In this situation, of course, I don't have the ins and outs of why you don't like this gentleman. I respect that you don't like this guy and that you don't want him at your wedding. I do think it's quite lovely that your friend is so excited for you and wants to be a part of it, and I don't think you should be punishing her because she is going out with a dude that doesn't make you happy. But saying that, I also think that you need to do what's right for you when it comes to the wedding. So I'm going to ask you to put your big girl boots on and have a discussion with your friend. I'm assuming that she is aware that you perhaps aren't that fond of her her boyfriend. Maybe she isn't. And maybe it's a time for you to be really clear with her on a nice level that he either makes you feel uncomfortable or you don't think he treats her well or you think he is condescending and mean yes this is an awful discussion to have but if you want to put it out there and not invite her to your wedding I think you should be ballsy enough to say I'm not inviting you because I just don't like this guy he makes me feel uncomfortable I think he's mean I think he's a jerk whatever I don't think you're in the position to be hurting her feelings well I think it would be difficult to be in the position to just not invite her when you've been friends with her for 15 years and yes 
I don't, well, I don't think she's an obligation guest. It sounds like you have a genuine friendship. It sounds like she is a part of your life. And I think it would be shocking and surprising to her if she wasn't invited without an explanation. So I do think maybe it's time to be very open, to be mindful of her feelings. Look at me using my Lindsay Beer terminology. And to sit down without him around, without anyone else, and to have a candid conversation with her about your feelings about him and why you think it would be best that she attend the wedding on her own. If she's going to freak out and have a problem with that, that is probably for another day. But I do think it's respectful of your friendship with her, to be honest. And maybe she'll be able to communicate back a little bit about him or how she feels about that. I think it's great to challenge yourself and to put yourself in a position, yeah, it's going to be uncomfortable, but perhaps she doesn't know that you guys all think this. Sometimes it's helpful to step outside the comfort box and really connect with a friend on a different level. And it can be hard. It might not go down the way you want it to be, but at least you won't be feeling awful for leaving her out. And she won't be feeling awful and confused as to why the hell you didn't invite her to her wedding. That is my suggestion to you, Anonymous Bride. I'd love to hear a response and uh, a bit of an update. I wish you well on your honesty trail. (laughs) whatever the hell that is. Okay, I've got time for another quick voicemail. Hi, Alicia. My name is Wendy. I am calling you from Portland, Oregon, and it is a Friday night at 6.15, and I have been in traffic for almost like two fucking hours, so I'm having a great time. Big hugs, Wendy. Big hugs, because that sucks. But at least you've got me. I'm here with you. We all are here with you. Uh, The only thing that is making me feel better is I am binging your podcast, which I completely love, 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 love. Um, I am getting married to my wonderful fiance, Ryan, December 3rd. We are doing a winter wedding, although it's not technically winter, but I'm calling it that anyway. We have the coolest theme and the coolest place to get hitched and uh, everything's really good. I've got everything planned out, almost everything planned out already. But I have a question about uh, tipping in the U.S. I um, had been married before, and I really didn't plan my wedding before. I was married uh, a little over 10 years ago, um, and I didn't plan it, so I don't, I don't even know about this part. And then I had heard that tipping was a thing to some of the vendors, but I'm super confused on who. I don't get it. And part of me feels like, why? I'm already giving you so much damn money. Anyway, um, any insight onto who I definitely have to tip? I mean, besides my my hair and makeup people, I I know that. But, like, who else am I supposed to tip? Um, I'm having all the regular players, the, you know, the DJ, the bar um, caterer, the caterer, the officiant, um, I'm having a coordinator. So there's that. And that's my, that's like my main question, but I do have one more thing to ask you or to say, I am super excited because we have kind of changed the timeline on our wedding because of one of your podcasts. Um, you actually mentioned it in two different ones, but in two different shows about doing a meet and greet with our guests first. And I think we're going to do that and have a little bit of a, like a half an hour or so party where we all have a drink beforehand and then set them all down and and we'll do our thing. And I have two kids from um, my prior marriage and they are walking me down the aisle 
or with me down the aisle. And um, I think it'll maybe take the nerves off of them too if uh, they get to just chill out a little bit before the big thing. Anyway, I'm rambling on because I'm in traffic and I don't have anything else to do and I think you're great. So any, I'm going to keep listening and um, I hope that you have some advice for me on this tipping thing. Thanks so much for all that you do. Love ya. Bye-bye. Ah, yes, tipping. I think it's the bane of everyone's existence, especially when it comes to weddings. And this is no disrespect for the people that are getting the tip, but it can be really confusing. And for someone, now we all know, I'm an Australian broadcasting from London, mostly to American listeners. So I've had to do quite a lot of research on this topic over the past 15 months because in Australia and in the UK, especially tipping is one of those things well, I always say this and it sounds quite bitchy, but in Australia, the award wage is is higher. So they're getting a decent wage, people that are doing things, waitresses, waiters, vendors, things are being paid at a higher level. So therefore, tipping isn't as much as a part of our, our society as it is in the States. I've been to the States and really been confused by the tipping system. However, Wendy... I think this is one of those situations. I don't know if you have a wedding coordinator, someone at your venue that you can discuss this with because I've actually had this this talk a few times with guests on the show and it's interesting to see how much state by state, uh, different areas also have a different sort of vibe on how much and who you should tip. I kid you not. If you Google, if you look this up on The Knot and Martha Stewart Weddings, they have written countless, I'm saying countless blogs, all with different information, <laughs> which is not helpful to me or you when it comes to this topic. In episode 133, the wonderful, oh, I love that episode with Black Sheep Bride. Uh, Danielle was on, her blog is all about planning an ethical, environmentally friendly and uh, happy wedding. And she was asked, we, were, we answered a very similar sort of question about who to tip and what. And she gave, she's a photographer in real life, IRL. And she gave some very good advice about the core team members that she would recommend that you tip. You did mention hair and makeup. That's very important. It's also good, I think, to be looking at uh, talking with your caterer and asking them personally if they have tips already worked into your contract, as some of them do. A lot of vendors automatically add the percentage that is expected to, to be tipping. So the important thing for you is to look at all your paperwork and make sure you aren't going to be double tipping uh, well, I mean, it's nice if you can afford to double tip, but it's completely not necessary. So go through your paperwork, talk to each of the primary vendors about what's expected. And I don't think there's anything wrong with asking. It's not offensive to say, uh, do people tip you? I know that sounds ridiculous. Can I just tell a quick story? Yes, you can, Alicia. My family, were on, we were on a vacay in America. We were skiing. This is like five years ago. And we were in Vail. And this makes us sound rich. We're not. We just all saved up our money and we went skiing. Don't, don't provide excuses, Alicia. We, Vale Resorts, have this wonderful thing. If you go there in the morning at 10 o'clock, you can line up and you can ski with a guide for free. And it's usually someone who is a, a Vale resident who is passionate about their ski resort and ski area. And we found, uh, we lucked into having this amazing guy called John, who was in his 60s, who skied the shit out of it. He was amazing. 
He knew the Vale ski slopes like the back of his hand. He was amazing. And uh, we were on the lifts after having this, I don't know, it was like a six-hour tour. He was supposed to just ski with us for an hour, show us the best slopes and go. But he took a liking to the group of Australians and stayed with us most of the day. And we're on the lift and my auntie says, do you think we should tip him? What do we do? I don't really know because he's given us his time and it's supposed to be a free thing, but everyone tips here. Should we tip him? So it sort of became this little whispers of everyone going, should we tip? Should we tip? How do we tip? And then I think it was me. Does this surprise you? One of the other runs, I said to him, look, John, we're a bit confused. Do we tip you? (laughs) And John turned to me and said, darling, you don't have to worry about doing that. It's fine. And he invited us afterwards to go and have a drink. And we sat down and had a drink with John and we found out later that he owned half of Vale. <laughs> he had a gold Rolex. He was one of the founders of the Vale Ski Resort. And it was hilarious. Now, this is not a typical discussion, but we learnt a little bit more from him about tipping and the etiquette, especially in the ski ski sort of industries. And I, yeah, I loved every second of his honesty and openness when it came to it. However... I'm not saying your vendors own half a ski resort, but I do think it doesn't hurt just to say, look, I'm confused. I don't plan big functions every week. I don't know the etiquette. And you'd be surprised as to how many people will be quite open and not uncomfortable and saying, yeah, yeah, we we do usually accept tips or no, forget it. It's all built in. It can't hurt to ask. I really, truly believe that in so many situations, people would be happy if you ask about something rather than not do it and feel terrible or do it and also be double charged. That is my lovely response to you. Now, your backup question slash statement about meeting before. I love that idea so much. I'm so delighted that you have taken me up on that idea. Not my idea. I didn't make it up. But I think it's one of those those ideas that really sticks with me to say you want to have maximum amount of time with your people, your guests. And also, I love that your kids are involved and that you see this as a way for them to relax a little bit because it is a bit scary. It might be a bit nerve wracking for them. So to be able to go and have a mingle and for you to see your people and be a part of it from the get go, I love it. And I think more people should be doing that. The whole point of the day is, yes, there's the sort of drama of arriving and being seen for the first time, blah, 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 blah. I think it's lovely you get as much time with the people that you want to be there and the people that you're paying for them to be there or someone's paying for them to be there to communicate, to have a little mingle, to get together, to clink glasses, to have a little hair of the dog. It's not hair of the dog. That's after you drink. Pre, what's it called? A bit of liquid courage. There it is. Gosh, get there eventually. And don't get drunk, though. Uh, and just use the time as much as you can with your people. I love it. and I'm so happy that you're doing that. And uh, if you have more positive feedback, my dear listeners, about your tipping situations, perhaps you are a vendor and you come across this all the time and you're like, oh, people get it wrong. Alicia, you're giving the wrong advice. Well, tell me, tell me. I'd really like to hear from you. Wendy, thank you for your gorgeous message. I hope you've gotten out of that traffic. If you're still there now, send help. Wendy's still on the highway somewhere. And uh, to all that have left voicemails, emails this week, I very much appreciate it. I hope you're enjoying Lindsay's episode, Dr. Lindsay Beerer. I think she's marvelous and I'm so happy I can bring you this content. My whole goal with this show is to bring you stuff that maybe isn't covered in wedding magazines and Pinterest. Things that are a little bit deeper than the color of the tablecloths. And I think mental health, 
looking at anxiety, looking at how we feel and communicate about our feelings is so important to our day-to-day living. And I'm so happy that I can bring this to you. And uh, if you're enjoying it, let me know. I'd love to have Dr. Lindsay back on the show, as I say on the on the uh, on the episode. She will be back on Monday, and also I'm going to bring her back on to talk about relationship counselling and some things you can do before the wedding to just make things easier, to make sure your relationship is as strong as it can be, and for you to have a good time and not stress and fight because that's boring. Okie dokie, until Monday's episode of the show where Dr. Lindsay's back on with lots more good advice, I wish you all the happiness, the fun, and the, just the relaxing times. Have a relax. Turn the computer off after you listen to this. If you want to get in touch, visit savethedatepodcast.com. Remember, you can now buy bride chiller t-shirts, maid chiller t-shirts, and groom chiller t-shirts via Amazon. If you are an Amazon Prime subscriber... You can use your membership to get free shipping. Even if you're not a Prime subscriber, you can get discount. I think it's free shipping. I, oh gosh, I must check that if you're not Prime. That's very organized of me. If you do want to take advantage of this situation, again, very professional, Alicia, just visit savethedatepodcast.com. And uh, if you go to episodes where you would find all the information about episodes, there's a right hand uh, sidebar where you find all my links and clickable stuff you will see a little banner there click on it and it will take you to the store thank you so much for listening until monday happy days <laughs>